Uh, I'm going to introduce now all of our players that played on the varsity team this year and uh, talk about each one of them uh, briefly as, uh, as we go through. So first player is uh, Caden Dubose. He was our, our one ninth grader we had that, that played significantly this year on uh, our varsity team. He played a lot of JV games as well, but uh, Caden played in some uh, key moments uh, early in the season, but we had some injuries later in the year to, to Hunter Love. Uh, he was forced into to a bigger role than maybe he was uh, ready for work that young age, but he did a great job the last three weeks of uh, playing the best he could play and doing the best he could um, in the situation he was put into. Uh, we had three 10th graders this year that, that played a lot for us. So the first one was uh, number 12, Alex Akins. Uh, Alex started at corner uh, most of the first part of the year, and about halfway through the year, we started to realize that he just uh, would maybe play better if we moved him to the outside linebacker where he could play a little freer and a little more aggressive. Which, fit, which fits his personality. And uh, so we made a move uh, halfway through the year and, and switched him and Darwin Camp. And uh, Alex played really well the, the latter half of the season for us and made a lot of tackles, made a lot of plays for us. Uh, and then he also, like Caden that I mentioned earlier, had to step in when Hunter got hurt and had to take on a role on offense and then become a running back for us. And, uh, made some, some big plays the last couple of games for us. Had a, had a couple of touchdowns and uh, had a couple of really good runs against Oxford uh, against a quality defense. So uh, Alex had a really good sophomore year and we're, we're looking forward to, to the future with him. Uh, Kobe King's another sophomore to play for us. Uh, Kobe didn't uh, play necessarily a lot on defense as a starter, but he did play in some key situations. Had to go in the game uh, late in the game against Arab and made a key play uh, when Will Abbott was a little bit hurt. Uh, but he also was on our, a couple of our special teams the entire year and did a good job on our special teams all year long. Uh, number 35, Marcus Ledford, uh, is another sophomore that played for us. Um, Marcus uh, ended up starting at receiver pretty much uh, the, the entire latter half of the year. He kind of rotated in the first few ball games. Uh, but as he got more confident and as he began to play better, uh, we began to realize that he, he was a, uh, a guy we need to get on the field more. And so he, he played quite a bit uh, uh, from, I guess, about uh, the Springville game on. Uh, and, and did a really good job for us. Had, had a big touchdown catch down at Pell City uh, and made some big plays uh, in the Oxford game and the Gardendale game when we threw the ball to him. So uh, Marcus is another guy that uh, has got a bright future, and we're looking forward to, to him the next two years. We had 24 juniors this year, and uh, first is number three. Ricky was one of our receivers, played a little bit of corner earlier in the year as well, uh, was having a really good season. Unfortunately, had, had kind of a, a freak injury at practice one day and came down wrong and uh, hurt his kidney, had a little bit of a uh, lacerated kidney issue that uh, ended up knocking him out of the last uh, several ball games, and uh, we hated that for him. Uh, but he, he handled that like he handles everything with uh, with character and class, and he was still at practice every day, encouraging his teammates and doing this the best he could. So uh, we know he'll be back next year, ready to go, uh, hopefully stronger than he was this year. Uh, number uh, 76, Bain Barentine. Uh, Bain unfortunately had a finger injury about halfway through the year that basically knocked him out of the rest of the season. But uh, up until that point, he had made a lot of progress and was, was consistently getting better uh, and doing a good job uh, in practice each day, helping helping prepare our defense for the uh, upcoming week. Uh, number 20, Cole Blaylock. Unfortunately, Cole missed uh, the entire year doing, doing an off-season uh, shoulder surgery. Uh, it was a surgery that probably would have done, been done sooner, but with, when COVID came in, um, it kind of delayed that and then pushed it back. And when it did that, it ended up missing the entire 
season, but one thing I will say about Cole is he, he got cleared basically the last week uh, of the regular season or right the first week of the playoffs, and he still went out and wanted to practice that week even though he hadn't been with us all year. Uh, of course, I say that he, he'd been with us all year. He did a great job of filming for us at practice, which seems like a uh, not necessarily an important thing, but it's a very important thing for how we do things. So Cole was very uh, dependable in that nature for us, but he also, uh, like I said, practiced that last week for us. and and uh, you know, showed some good things. He just unfortunately missed the entire year due to that shoulder surgery. Heisman Brown, number 94, is, is a two-year starter for us now. He's been playing a defensive end and doing a great job for us the last two years and uh, had another really good solid junior year. And he's, he's very dependable on our defensive line and a guy that we can count on uh, each and every Friday to, to play to, to, to his best. And he had another good season. Uh, number 88, Sawyer Burt, he's, he's now actually a three-year starter. He started quite a bit for us as a ninth grader. Um, played a lot as a 10th grader, obviously, and, and, and was one of our uh, top receivers this past year, this junior year. And, uh, we, we have, myself, I'm talking about we, I've got to do a better job of continuing to get him the ball in the future. When he, when he was throwing the ball this year, he made some big plays for us, and he's a, uh, he's a tall, uh, big, tall, strong guy that's hard to cover, and so he did a good job blocking for us, uh, but also catching the ball out in space uh, and, and making plays for us on third downs. Number six, Connor Cash. Uh, Connor had a good junior year. Played a lot as uh, played JV a lot as a tenth grader, but had a great JV season. And stepped in this year, kind of had him out of position the first couple of ball games. Had him at one of our inside receivers, and realized that wasn't the best for him. So we moved him back out to one of our outside receivers about uh, about halfway through the season, and he really flourished after that. Had a big catch against Oxford uh, that set up the first touchdown. Got down inside the one on a, about a 35-yard play. So he had a really good year and, and did a much better job. Uh, blocking and, and playing in space once we got him in the correct position. Uh, number 27, Alex Fielding. Uh, unfortunately, Alex had another injury this year. He played uh, significantly for us early in the year, uh, but had a knee, a knee injury. He had to have surgery on about uh, right after the Scottsboro game and uh, unfortunately missed the, the latter half of the season. Uh, ben Flanagan, number 50. Uh, ben is, is probably going to set a record for me that I've never been able to be a part of. He, he is yet to miss uh, a practice or a summer workout uh, in the three years that he's been with us. He has never missed anything that we've had, whether it be in the summer or during the fall. Um, and really, I can't remember him ever really missing any kind of workout in the off season um, from, from January to May either. So he is always here, always working hard, uh, and does a great job of, of being dependable for us each and every day. Number 79, Eli Frazier. Eli was our center again this year. He, he moved to center about halfway through his 10th grade year. And he's done a great job there for us. He's, He's kind of the quarterback of our offensive line and uh, helps me a lot on Friday nights by telling me what he's seeing up there and what we maybe need to go to or what, what's not working, what needs to be adjusted. And uh, uh, really looking forward to having him back for, for a third year at center uh, next year in his senior year. Uh, number 25, Diego Legos did another good job for us. He played on a couple of our special teams, was on our kickoff team and our punt team, uh, and did a good job uh, getting down the field on both of those uh, uh, teams and making some plays for us. Uh, number 28, Will Green started inside linebacker for us this year. Uh, Will uh, had a really good uh, JV season last year as well. Uh, and he was, just, uh, was uh, you know, obviously forced into, not forced into, but, but needed to step up and be a starter on the varsity this year. Uh, and he embraced that and, and never, never backed down. Struggled a little bit early in the season, uh, but as the season went on, he got better each and every week and, and continued to make improvements. Uh, and he's, he's probably one of the, the guys that goes the hardest at practice. He's always full speed of practice, whether whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, doesn't matter what day it is, he's always full speed trying to get better each and every day. 
Number 22, Brax Goza. Brax uh, also started on a few of our special teams, our kickoff team and our punt team. Uh, made a big onside kick recovery over in Scottsboro when we had a surprise onside kick against them. It ended up being a big play in the game. Um, and he's a guy that is always here as well, continues to work, and we expect, uh, looking forward to him having a good senior year as well. Uh, number 84, Skylar Hillier. Skylar had unfortunately had an injury earlier in the year. It, it sidelined him for a little while, but once he got back, he was able to, to get in and get some significant playing time later in the year at defensive end and was able to rotate in with some of our starters uh, and make some plays. And as he continues to, to grow and get stronger, uh, we're looking forward to, to his progress going into his senior year. Alex won number 18. Played, plays inside linebacker force. Uh, Alex is another guy that's one of the best ones we've got in the weight room. Uh, he continues to get bigger each, uh, each and every year and, and, and really look for his strength to be an asset for him next year uh, as we move into his senior year. Estevan Juan uh, was a new player for us this year. He came out this summer and never played for us before, uh, but had a great, did a great job all year just having a good attitude of trying to learn and trying to, to catch up. He might be a, a little bit behind because it was his first year to play, but he continued, you know, uh, tried to learn from his position uh, and improve what he was doing. Number 58, Bronson Laney, started left guard for us. Uh, he, he played a significant amount as a 10th grader for us as well, so this was kind of his second year to, to start for us along the offensive line. And uh, Bronson's uh, a big young man that uh, is very physical when he, when he gets when he gets on his block, and he, he did a great job for us all year. Unfortunately, we, we missed him in the playoff game. We, we had, had a COVID, actually the last two games had a COVID issue that he couldn't play in, and I know he was disappointed, and, and we hated not to have him as well. Uh, number four, Alex McPherson, our kicker and our punter. Um, Alex probably doesn't get as, as much praise as he deserves. Uh, he, he ended up making All-State this year as a punter. Uh, in my mind, he's All-State kicker and punter. He's, in my mind, he's the best kicker slash punter in the state. It's, it's really not even close. Uh, he he you know, was 10 of 16 on field goals this year, but what most people don't know when they look at that stat is, is that three of those field goals were, were over 55 yards. So those are hard for, for even the best players in the world to make. And, uh, uh, so he was very accurate for us all year on field goals. Had a 57-yarder early in the year against Briarwood. Had several and never missed a field goal between 40 and 49, uh, 40, 49 yards. He was perfect on those all year. I think he was 5 for 5. Uh, and more importantly, he also was, was a great punter for us too. He averaged over 45 yards of punt. Uh, 90% of his uh, kickoffs were touchbacks. Uh, and he also had two surprise onside kicks this year that we uh, executed, or that he executed perfectly and we were able to recover. So he was a, he's a difference maker for us and he had another great junior season and we're looking forward to having him back for one more year. Uh, number 34, Daryl Prater is, is also a two-year starter for us. Um, Played, uh, played a lot as a 10th grader, started as a 10th grader, and, and this year played several positions on the defensive line, ended up playing a lot of defensive end and a lot of defensive tackle due to some injuries. Uh, he also was our was our second tight end on offense and got in there and played in some key moments in those situations, and also became our short yardage running back late in the year when, when Hunter got hurt uh, and did a great job of that as well. So uh, Daryl's another great player for us that we're looking forward to, to, to seeing his senior season. George Rivera, unfortunately George, um, Came back this year, didn't play as a 10th grader, was a little bit behind, and then and he got hurt uh, in the A-Rab game covering a kickoff, and uh, his knee was, was hurt for several weeks, and that, that put him behind him more. Came back late in the season, even though he wasn't still 100% and, and tried to play and did the best he could, uh, but injuries unfortunately sidelined him for, for most of his junior year. Aiden Smith, number 37. Uh, Aiden also was on a couple of our special teams, and as a guy we look to hopefully uh, take over one of our cornerback positions next year if he continues to work. And, uh, and did a good job all year on special teams for us. 
Noah Tidmore, number 86. Noah, uh, like, like Ben, is always here, never misses, does a great job uh, each each week helping our uh, offense get ready by, by being on the scout team. Uh, and he continues to do a good job uh, for us in the offseason program. Number 47, Devin Wells, was a big surprise for me this year. We, we knew he was capable of playing very well for us, uh, but he had really uh, exceeded our expectations, had a great junior season. Um, led the team in tackles, had many games where he had uh, 10 plus tackles and just made a lot of plays for us at that inside linebacker position. Number 21, Seth Williams. Seth's another guy that had a really good season for us. He also did very well uh, in his 10th grade year on the JV team. Uh, he, he, but he made a lot of plays this year. Uh, started outside linebacker for us, uh, led the team in tackles a couple of nights, and I think he was the second leading tackler on the team behind Devin uh, and made a lot of big plays for us uh, week in, week out. Braden Wooden, uh, number 26, one of our receivers. Um, you know, a lot of people, you, you look on Friday night and you don't, you, you see certain guys having certain roles and, and everybody on our team's got a role to play and whatever it may be. And Braden, uh, even though he didn't get the chance to get in the game a lot on Friday at receiver, he did a great job for us all week of being a scout team receiver uh, and having a great attitude and, and showing our defense what they could expect on Friday. And that's, that's a role that nobody sees but the coaches and the players, but he did it. Uh, to the best of his ability every week and, and what he and I talked about, the best thing about that is that's going to help him next year because instead of uh, not trying hard to practice, he, he did the best he could and improved each day and, and uh, that's going to help him as he goes into his senior year. Uh, that's our junior class from this season. And now I'm going to talk about our senior class from this past season. Um, you know, these guys uh, have been been with us or been with me the last three years since I, since I got here in 2018. And, uh, they've been a part of three very good teams, uh, two teams that won the region championship their, their sophomore and junior year, and, and then this year finishing second in the region behind uh, Oxford, the defending state champ. So they've only lost one region game in three years uh, and have a lot to be proud of from their high school career here. Um, our first senior I want to talk about is uh, number 11, Will Abbott. Uh, Will was a guy that uh, really pleased to how he played this year. Did not play much uh, his sophomore and junior years and had to kind of wait his turn um, and ended up moving over and playing defense for us this year. He was also uh, one of our quarterbacks and uh, once we realized that JD uh, was going to be our quarterback, uh, we talked to Will about moving to safety so he could find a place to play. Uh, he did it with a great attitude and uh, had never even really played a lot of defense until we resumed back in June when we when we came off our uh, uh, the COVID quarantine. Uh, he learned so much over the summer and was here every day and uh, ended up having a great year for us at safety. He made a lot of tackles, uh, had a big interception uh, in the Etowah game, and, and just did a lot, a lot of really good things for us. Uh, you know, our safety on defense has got to be our big-time communicator, and, and Will's not a, a, a very vocal guy sometimes, but he stepped up this year and, and, and knew he had to communicate because he had to be the leader of that defense and be the quarterback of that defense. Uh, and he did a great job all year for us. Uh, number 74, Logan Beard, has uh, basically started for us uh, for three years. So he started quite a bit as a sophomore um, when we had some injuries uh, and did a good job that year in, in a difficult situation, but has been a consistent starter for us the last two years. Uh, he's, not our, he's not our biggest offensive lineman, uh, and sometimes his size uh, you know, creates problems for him when he plays uh, people from uh, some of the players from Gadsden City or Gardendale or Oxford. But you wouldn't know that by the way he plays. Every, every Friday night, whether he's playing a, going against a guy that's the same weight as him or whether he's going against a guy that weighs him, outweighs him by 50 pounds, he gives the same effort. Uh, he, 
He's doing everything he can every play to, to execute his assignment uh, and is one of the smarter offensive linemen we had as well and, and just did a great job all, for you, all, all, all year for us uh, at right tackle. Uh, J.D. Blaylock. Uh, was our quarterback. He started for us quite a bit as a junior, uh, rotated some with Matthew Shaddix, a quarterback his junior year, but this year he was the, the full-time starter uh, and he handled it uh, uh, great. He, 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 even though we had the, the uh, quarantine happen that would have probably hurt most quarterbacks, it didn't seem to hurt him. He, he came back in in June ready to go, uh, was throwing the ball farther and more accurately and, and, uh, and more on time and just had a really good summer leading up to the season uh, and just really he was a guy that I would brag to the team about on a, on a daily basis because uh, he's the one guy that every Friday night I knew uh, we were going to get maximum effort from him whether it be uh, if he was throwing a pass or running the ball whatever it may be he was always going to do uh, the best he could. He made a lot of plays for us, made a lot of really good throws, uh, made some big runs and some key moments uh, and more importantly he just played with a lot of heart every Friday night uh, and when your quarterback does that it, it, it kind of becomes contagious to the rest of the team and I think that did that for us this year. Number five Brody Bruce. Uh, Brody was one of our uh, outside receivers. Uh, had an injury about halfway through the year that sidelined him for a few weeks unfortunately just a kind of another freak injury that happened at practice uh, but thankfully he was able to come back and, and finish the season uh, and play the last uh, few games of his senior year and, and did a good job. Continued to improve. He really improved his blocking out there. We didn't throw him the ball enough. We should have thrown it to him more because when, when we did throw it to him, he made, he made good catches. Um, but he, uh, he had another good, good season for us a receiver. Number seven, Darwin Camp. Uh, Darwin has now been a three-year starter for us on defense. He's uh, been consistent over there. Darwin's another guy that, that never misses practice, never misses uh, workouts. He's always here trying to get better. Um, and end up, we end up moving him to corner about halfway through the year, like I mentioned earlier. And it really wasn't anything to do with Darwin. It was a chance to move Alex Akins into a spot we thought was better for him. And Darwin handled that without complaining. He, he moved over there to corner, uh, learned it as quickly as he could, and did a great job and had to, had to cover, uh, you know, arguably the best receiver in the state when we played Oxford uh, and didn't back down from him all night and, and made some good plays against, uh, against uh, that guy from Oxford. And uh, uh, you, you could tell he was never intimidated by the, the situation or by the moment. Uh, Layden Crow, uh, Layden uh, unfortunately dealt with a shoulder injury all year or shoulder issue all year, but it never it never got him out. He, he, he missed some stuff early in the summer, uh, but once we kind of got him cleared and able to, to and got a brace for his shoulder pads, he was able to play and uh, played the entire season and, and rotated in at defensive line and did a good job um, uh, doing that. And he had to, one of those guys that showed toughness that. His shoulder really needed surgery, but he put it off till the season was over uh, because he wanted to finish his senior year. And so he played the, basically the entire year with a shoulder that needed to be operated on, but uh, he continued to do what he had to do to, to get ready to play each Friday. Jaden Dubose. Uh, Jaden uh, was a guy that we, we moved around at several different positions. We, we played him a lot at linebacker in the, in the uh, early fall because he was doing a great job there. But we had some injuries in the defensive line and had some things going on that we felt like we needed to move Jaden back to defensive line. He did that without complaining and, and really played a, a, a solid year for us at defensive end. I don't know if I've ever had a defensive end that's had two interceptions, but he had two interceptions this year, did a great job of, of making those plays and, and just really had a solid year for us uh, along the defensive line. Wes Everett, number 72. Wes uh, ended up starting a, a couple of games when we had some injuries in the offensive line and, and stepped into those moments and handled that uh, 
perfectly. You know, he was always ready for the moment. Uh, he knew he wasn't uh, necessarily one of the starting five offensive linemen, but he knew he was the next guy up. Uh, and when those moments came that he had to be called upon, he was ready for them and uh, played really solid for us in the A-Rab game and also played really solid for us in the North Jackson game uh, and did a good job stepping in in those key moments. Jacoby Foster was uh, new to us this year. He moved back here uh, at about midway point of, the, of his junior year. Uh, started coming to after-school workouts. Uh, he's another guy that probably the quarantine hurt a little bit because he was just starting to kind of understand what we were doing, and then we, we were out for several weeks. Uh, but he jumped back in there in the summer, uh, learned as quick as he could, and, and the, the longer the year went, the better he got. Uh, and he ended up being our starting corner the last four or five ball games and made a lot of really big plays, made a big play against Etowah, made a tackle over on our sideline that stopped them from making a big play late in the game that, that could basically kind of seal the game defensively uh, and, and made other big plays throughout the year, whether it be on that cornerback or whether it be on, on special teams as well. He just was a consistent force all year long uh, in those two areas. Nathan Gentry, number 54. Nathan's another guy that started for three years basically on the offensive line. He, like Logan, he was uh, kind of forced into action as a sophomore with, when we had some injuries, uh, and he stepped into those, those moments. And even though he wasn't quite ready for them, and he would be the first to tell you probably, he stepped into those moments as a sophomore and did the best he could. And then he was a full-time starter for us the last two years and did a great job uh, of uh, doing his assignment the best he could do every Friday night. He, he, he was not as tall as maybe some of the other defensive linemen he was going against, and that, that hurt him on some nights. But uh, just like Logan, he was going to give it everything he had and do the best he could. Uh, and the, the, the thing that I probably enjoy watching about Nathan the most is anytime we make a big play, he's probably the most excited guy on the field. He, he, he loved to celebrate with our skill guys when they made plays, and he'd be the first one down in the end zone to, to give them a high five or a hug or whatever it was. He was always excited about what was going on. The guy Goodman uh, played defensive line force, uh, ended up having to play offensive line force in a playoff game when we had uh, some injuries and some people out because of uh, COVID uh, and did a good job of, of moving over there on short notice and just doing the best he could that night. Uh, it was a difficult situation to be thrust into and he, he did the best he could in, in a big game. Caden Holbrook um, had a great year for us early in the season at corner, uh, made some big interceptions, had a big inter couple of big plays over at A-Rab uh, that night in, in a big game. And, uh, Unfortunately, uh, hurt his uh, hurt his wrist uh, about halfway through the year, and, and tried to play a game with a cast, and, and did well in that game. Uh, but unfortunately, kind of re-injured it again, and, and then the uh, wrist needed surgery, uh, which knocked him out for the rest of the season. So he was disappointed that he had come that far and had to miss the last half of the season. But really had a good uh, good senior year for us, and, and a guy that we weren't necessarily thinking would start a corner for us. Uh, that you know, you know, probably three months before the season started, but he just uh, consistently got better each day and really moved from outside linebacker to corner. And when we moved him out there, he did a great job uh, uh, at his position and, and making plays when he needed to. Uh, Gage Johnson, number 68, Gage came to us when he was a junior and started playing, and so he was a little bit behind the others, but, but always uh, had a great attitude about uh, going out there each day and getting better. We moved him to the defensive line halfway through the season. Uh, he made that adjustment well and, and tried his best to, to improve on that side of the ball um, you know, in short notice. Uh, number 61, Riley Kuhn. Riley's another three-year starter. Uh, he was uh, called into action the first game of his 10th grade year. Uh, probably didn't expect to play that night, but we had a couple of injuries. And next thing you know, he's in there, and, and he never came out, basically. He started the rest of that year as a 10th grader, and he started every game 
uh, his junior and senior year. Uh, very consistent offensive lineman for us, played left tackle, did a great job uh, each and every week, very physical. Uh, would always, uh, I was always hoping the other team would put one of their better defensive linemen on them, on him, and they usually did, uh, and he always matched up with them each and every Friday night. Uh, Hunter Love, number two. Hunter had another tremendous season for us. Of course, had a great junior year, uh, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. Uh, was on track to have another uh, similar type season as far as numbers go, and unfortunately had a had an injury in the in the uh, first play of the second half of the in the Pell City game, and uh, uh, you know, broke his arm and uh, broke his uh, both bones in his lower arm, and and that unfortunately knocked him out for the rest of the year. We I know he was disappointed as was the rest of our team, but he had a tremendous senior year for us, and uh, a guy that we could count on every Friday night to carry the ball 25, 30 times, and uh, and be kind of our workhorse and, and make the plays that we needed to have made uh, to win the game. Uh, made a made a huge run in the Scottsboro game, uh, late in the ball game, down uh, tie game, and down about their 15. He made a great run to, uh, to get across the goal line and ended up giving us the go-ahead touchdown that ended up winning the game for us. And then the following week, had another great uh, game against Southside, and and then I think, guess maybe the only play he played on defense all year, we put him in at linebacker on the two-point play where Southside was trying to beat us, and uh, he, he blitzed through and, and made a big play on the quarterback and knocked him down and, and didn't allow him to complete the pass. And, uh, so just a, a very consistent player for us and a guy that we're going to uh, miss as we move forward. Makai Maxwell, number 42. Makai started at one of our defensive tackles the last couple of years. Played a lot as a sophomore as well. Uh, Makai is, is, uh, plays probably with as much passion as anybody we got. He's similar to JD and that you know you're going to get the most out of him every Friday night and, and really means a lot to him to play well. And he, he's, he's probably his uh, uh, hardest critic, but he, he gives it everything he has every Friday uh, because he wants to do his best for his teammates. Uh, number 82, Cameron Thomas. Uh, Cameron had started for us at corner uh, really his sophomore and, and uh, junior year uh, and did a great job over there, but we felt like when we had some uh, guys leave because of graduation uh, the year before, we needed to move him back to receiver, which is really more of his natural position, uh, and he did not disappoint. He had a tremendous senior year, was our leading receiver, uh, had a huge game over at Scottsboro that night, made a lot of big plays, uh, and made just big catch after big catch each and every Friday night, uh, even though uh, late in the year when we played some you know, tremendous cornerbacks uh, at Oxford or Gardendale. He didn't back down for those those challenges either, uh, and made some big plays against those guys as well. So he was our uh, he was our leading receiver and a big time playmaker for us all year long, and uh, a guy we'll miss uh, moving forward. Number 49, Riley Walker played uh, uh, defensive line for us and also some uh, linebacker, uh, and another guy that continued went out there each and every day to try to get better and try to improve his skill set uh, and do anything he could to help the team. But that was our 18 seniors from this uh, 2020 team, and uh, uh, it was not the senior year they probably all envisioned with all the different things we had going on because of COVID and the 10-week uh, uh, quarantine we had and then having all the different things that happened to, just to get the season started. But I think every one of them were pleased. Uh, they were able to get a full season in. Uh, we were able to make the playoffs, uh, and they were able to compete you know, one more year with their, with their teammates and, uh, uh, and for four paints. So we're very proud of them and, and look forward to seeing uh, their future successes and, and whatever they choose to do in life.